is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 14th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Nun, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, The faithful work of our hands, allowing us to be finishers, and the power of little things added up. The fullness of a son that carries from within the power of inheritance, the beginning to lead and seeing the original intent. Today's declaration really just strikes at home with a lot of the things that I know that Yahweh's been showing me here lately. And I was just listening to a good friend of mine, a pastor friend from South Africa, Pastor Charles von Staden. And he was talking about something very, very similar to this in the place of taking up your cross and following Yahweh. And, you know, when we look at this place of the faithful work of our hands, you see, one of the ways that you can see the living letter good isn't just as a allspark or a creative allspark, although that, yes, that is a part of it. But, you know, if we think about it, what creates something here on the earth? Well, we take... You know, when I gave my daughter Play-Doh or gave her a crayon and a coloring book and sat her down, she would start drawing something. She would use her hands to be, in to be able to create uh, the picture or the dish or, the, or the, the little statue of herself, if you will, that she was creating. And uh, so it's, it's, we see the place where the hand and even the spark of creation, the idea, because remember, a yud can also be an idea, coming together with a responsibility. You see, every time there's a place where we we can see the things of Yahweh, there's a responsibility of then carrying it out. Remember, Scripture says that, uh, that it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out. Well, that search to me then then begins to to bring about this this thought and this process of of then being able to go out and to search that, to find it to spend the time to put my hands, if it were, to the work of what Yahweh is asking me to do. But see, and I know some of you guys have heard me say here lately that it's not about what we do. It's about the intent of our heart. And the same thing goes true here, but the two work hand in hand. Remember that we've talked a lot about duality here lately and how two things can go on simultaneously at the same time. Just like I can stand in the fullness of the promises that Yahweh has said, I've already given you all things that pertain to life and godliness, but yet at the same time, be walking through a process. Well, this is no different. There's this place of, of knowing that Yahweh has already given us and, and allowed us and give us the full understanding. Matter of fact, he has really showed us the finishing from the beginning. And many times when we get an idea or we get a word from the, of the, from the Lord, we see a finishing or a completion of that word almost instantly in our minds because we see where it could possibly go to. The only thing is sometimes we try to work it out and figure out how it's going to happen. But even the picture, think about this, even the picture of what we see in our mind, the moment Yahweh speaks a word, he is willing, he is wanting to do exceedingly abundantly above even that, above all that we could ask or think. So that's only a picture of a finishing of the place of where he wants you to go at that point, because there's something even further beyond that. You see, 
there's a place of the walking out of the process. And there's a place of our faithfulness returned back to Yahweh. I heard somebody say something the other day, and I'm not sure where they got it from. I think it was Dr. O, so I want to give honor where, where honor is due here. But I heard them say something, and they said that uh, as we overcome Yahweh with our love, we become overcomers. And it blew me away. I had never heard it that way before. As we overcome Yahweh with our love, we really become overcomers. Because it's that place of Yahweh saying, I want to have your love in return. And that's the place of our faithful work and our faithful love back to him. Because if you know, think about that from the place of, of a family and, and your children, and even those of you who don't have children, those those who are part of your family that you love and that you care for. You know, the truth is, is that you would do anything for them. And, and out of a true sense of love, you want to give everything that you can, especially when they show just that, you know, when my daughter would, would hop up on my lap and just uh, and just sit there and, and, and let me hold her. It was a beautiful time. You know, I used to kind of joke with her a little bit and she still remembers it because she'd sit up on my lap and she'd put her head on my chest and inside, that's right, baby, come here and lay, put your head on daddy's chest and listen to the heartbeat of America. It's kind of a little fun thing that we used to say, but the truth is, is that I could take that same sentence and say, you know, Yahweh is saying to us, come sit on my lap, lay your head right here on my heart and listen to the heartbeat of my love for you. You see, it's in this place that we begin to see the responsibility and we allow ourselves to be finishers and the thing about it is that that it's not about the big and the grandiose things. Remember yesterday I talked a little about about the widow's might and how the widow's might, she gave everything she had. She gave more than 100% to me. That's what I see. She gave more than 100%. And so I know that Yahweh blessed her, even though the scripture doesn't allude to it. I know that he blessed her greatly as a result of that. Truth is, I believe it tore down a wall of, of the fact, see, I'm still trying to learn how to uh, speak this correctly. I believe it tore down a wall inside of her to realize the treasure that had already been placed inside of her because she was overcoming Yahweh with her love. She was saying, here, this is all I, I am giving you everything in this place. Just like the widow did when Elijah came by and she, she cooked him the last piece of bread, the last thing that she could have the little bit of flour and the little bit of oil she had. And then Elijah told her, go out, gather as many pots as you can. And she began to pour that oil into those pots and it began to fill and fill and fill until all of the pots that she had been able to get were, were filled up. You see, the power of the little things added up. One step upon one step, one little thing upon a little thing. I do want to honor my Apostle Aaron here at uh, Gates of Sion because I know for years now, one of the things that he said, and I'll be honest with you, I struggled with this when we first began to hear it. And that was the, there were three things that his Apostle had told him that he was going to need in order to be successful. And those three things were take care of the little things, manage your money, and manage another man's things. Because in this place of doing all three of these, it's showing that heart of faithfulness. It's showing that heart of saying, I'm willing to walk through a process, even though I know that I have all that Yahweh has given me, or I'm learning maybe 
that I'm that I'm Yahweh, I'm I'm getting all that Yahweh has given me. You see, something I heard the other day began to make me think about this. And it's it's not so much that we're waiting on Yahweh to give. I believe he's already given us, and the scripture says it, all things that pertain to life and godliness. So then why does things seem to remain hidden? Well, they remain hidden because we we cannot see past the veils that we placed up, that religion placed up, or we placed up, that we need to tear back down. Yahweh's veil has already been rent. You guys have heard me say that over and over and over again. The, the Yeshua rent that veil in two at the cross. So the only veils that remain are the veils that we have placed up because religion had us place them there to say, oh, Yahweh can't work that way because that's not that's not right. That's not the way that's not the way it happened to me. So it, it can't happen that way to you. No, that's not true. We placed up those veils. Now we need to tear them back down. And it's not that that we're waiting on Yahweh to give us something. But, but in that place of being able to see what he has already given us, it's hidden right behind all of those veils that we placed up. You see, the Hebrew word zaphon, it talks about the, the treasures that have been laid up for us. And, and when, you, when you look at that and break it down by the living letters, zadi, the place of righteousness, and the fact that we stand in the righteousness of Yahweh, the pay the mouth, the speaking, the words that we speak, and then the nun or the nun final in this case, the the where we stand in the fullness of the measure of stature of Christ. Nun was one of the letters today. And so in that place of the fullness of a son that carries with, from within the power of inheritance, the power of the fact that Yahweh's already given us everything that we need, it speaks that the one thing that is hiding this is our own mouth. If, if, if we, if a treasure remains hidden if we never speak of it. A treasure will remain hidden if it is never spoken of. We need to speak this. We need, to, and in order to speak it, we need to be able to see it. As we tear down the veils of religion, as we tear down the veils that say, I'm in poverty, I'm in lack, and I can't, I can't have these things. No, remember the fullness of the Son that carries from within the power of inheritance. This is being laid up not only for you, but our children and our children's children. And that's exactly what Yahweh has set up for us. That's where we begin to lead, to see the original intent of what Yahweh has promised us from the very beginning.